podcast where we tell you all about the ways we think the world is fucked. I'm Lauren. And I'm Brianna. I have a lot of topics that I'm going to come to you with. Okay. Coming to us. <laughs> I'll start. I'll start with that. That one. Okay. Um, obviously, it's just about all of the recent cheating allegations Oof. from these I don't even think any of them are like especially famous, but you know, like semi-famous men. Yeah. Are you? Do you watch or listen to? I don't know what the Try Guys are. If I'm being honest, but okay, I know the Try Guys drama. So I feel like I listen to them and know them in passing, but I wasn't the like the target audience, and this whole shit was like. Either uh, this week confirmed that either I'm not white, which I kind of knew, but, (laughs) or I'm definitely not a millennial because what the fuck is this? Like, what do you, who? That's how I felt too. I recognized the one guy, the one like Asian guy. That's the only one I recognize. Eugene. I was like, oh, he's, that's the cute one. Yeah. Yeah. I, Definitely remember seeing him previously. But yeah, no one else. I guess I feel... Yeah, okay, so I, we recognize Eugene. Yes. But yeah, I never got into BuzzFeed, like, in general. Oh, I really fucked with those quizzes. They got my ass with those. Oh, okay, yeah, I never... I was, like, too into, like, the very intense, like, 100-plus question quizzes on like whether or not you had some sort of like neurological disorder to like get into what kind of bread you are right you know? no yeah was a lot of my to time. me they were the same thing they fulfilled the same nook and cranny in my brain yeah. <laughs> I still feel like um I, don't, I guess I don't know maybe I just don't care that much if these people like cheat on their wives though because I'm not I think like the discourse to me just feels like so much it's like they're just bad people you know (laughs) yeah for people who don't know the try guys are four dudes um or dude presenting three of them are white confirmed um (laughs) and they were a part of buzzfeed and they did a bunch of videos where they tried shit it's exactly what it sounds like and then they left BuzzFeed and they did their own shit on YouTube. And one of the guys who was in the Try Guys just got accused of cheating on his wife who had just had their second son. And he confirmed it, too. Mm-hmm. He confirmed it on his Instagram. Mm-hmm. They found his ass out. Yeah. And then on top of the Adam Levine stuff, but I don't know. I think I just feel like, I don't know, like, and don't, I don't you kind of just like assume celebrities are bad people to begin with? Like, I yeah. feel like I saw so many people were like, how could he? It's like, yeah, he's just a, he's a bad person. I just assume that they all are. Like, I kind of think about like myself, like, mm-hmm. and like the kind of shit that like, I would do if I knew I could get away with it. And I feel like if a lot of people are being honest, they would agree too. Like 
if you knew you could, you had enough money to like get away with like running every stop sign, you'd probably run every stop sign. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure he did. <laughs> like not going to catch up with him. And it sounds like it didn't for like a whole year. Yeah, that's but fucked up. I do feel bad for the wife. I guess part of me is like, I don't, I don't know. I just, it just feels, what was, um, the, the poet of our generation, Vanessa Hudgens, um, <laughs> like, inevitable? <laughs> what did she, what was the whole She quote? was like, like, people are gonna die, right? Anyway, it's like, inevitable? I probably shouldn't be saying this. <laughs> plastering. But I feel like that is how I feel about this one. Like, yeah, I don't He's a random white guy. Like, he, they probably all have cheated. Right. That's, that's why I'm almost like, and then the other ones are acting like, oh my God, like, this is the worst thing in the world. We have to immediately fire him, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, damn, I feel like you all would have done that. You all do it. I think everybody gets more offended when somebody ugly cheats. Mm-hmm. Especially. I actually don't find him ugly. You don't find him ugly? No, I know. I've been like um, seeing all the comments about them. Like, oh, he's, he's like kind of cute. Oh. <laughs> he's not the ugliest one. The ugliest one is definitely the skinnier, shorter one. There's two that look exactly the same, yeah. but there's like a foot difference in mm-hmm. and otherwise identical. Yeah, and Eugene is the most attractive by far. And then I feel like this guy is number two. Saw number two. I don't think I think the other one. I think the tall white one is the second most attractive. Okay. I just feel like yeah. I mean, they're neck and neck. Yeah, I, mean. I feel like I would not let this man touch me. Like I feel like his hands are clammy. He does look like he has clammy hands. A hundred. There's like um, some people have just that like kind of undertone. In their yeah, skin. it's like um, like a sick almost. <laughs> it's like a, almost like a blue. Yeah. Like over like white skin makes you look a little sick. Baby, yeah. where's your hemoglobin at? What's what's going on? Do we need some iron? Probably. He probably does. But good thing, I think the woman he was cheating with, it seems that she has, like, a food show. So maybe she can help Yeah, him. she's – I think the tea was she was employed at their company. Yeah, that part to me is gross. And I think that's why they moved to, like, remove him so fast because, like, it's not just an affair. Like, it's an abuse of power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That part I agree with is really gross. That also, though, brings me back to Adam Levine. And this is actually, I think, what I want okay. to talk about. Wow, so many, like, hot takes. Um, I don't know. There were just, like, so many takes on TikTok about the Adam Levine thing when it first happened. And <laughs> it was, like, immediately swept over to this guy. But um, – I feel like I agreed with the people that were saying, like, this is, like, a woman who was 21, 22 mm-hmm. in this, like, sort of weird, like, online, maybe it became physical relationship with 
a 40 year old man who has like a lot of like power and resources and connections potentially in an industry she's trying to get into. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't think that she should have been getting like the level of shame that she was getting or like pushback maybe. But also I'm not in a relationship. So maybe I'm like not feeling like can't, I can't relate to it. I don't know. What were your thoughts on that? Yeah. I thought, it was good mess. Um, and I appreciate her for bringing that to us, first and foremost, the people of TikTok. Um, and I would never be caught dead defending Adam Levine. No. Like, he has no. No. Guess how many people are in the band Maroon 5? Like, if you had to guess. I thought it was four, but I would have guessed five. There are six people. Are they like eight? Okay. That's too many people for a fucking band. Yeah. Um, and for it to be Maroon 5. Right. The numbers don't fucking match. And they, I haven't willingly listened to a Maroon 5 song since at least 2010, but probably before then. Yeah, they peaked with the first album. Like, Songs About Jane or something? Yeah. Yeah. Those, like, first really, like, kind of slow, sad, like, love songs. I liked those. But it's been downhill ever since. Yeah, no. They, no. They they suck now. I... But I do... No, I was just gonna say, like, I I don't like his little poppy high voice tone. I think that because he's a man and sings in that high voice, we like let it go that he has like, like people don't interrogate the fact that he is not actually like a skilled singer. Oh, okay. I see what you're saying. I can see that. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of singers like that where it's like, I don't, like, this doesn't feel that hard, <laughs> but like, I, I can't sing at all. So maybe I shouldn't say that. Yeah. But like you appreciate music. Like you can tell there's a difference between like, I don't know, another male singer. Like there's a difference between Usher and Adam Levine and like Usher yeah. can sing in the same register as Adam Levine, but is like more skilled. So he has like other notes that he's able to easily access. Yeah, yeah. It's not like it feels less monotone. Almost. Yeah. When she was like, she got on TikTok and was like, at this point, they're like elevator music. And I'm like, go off, sis, because you're right. That is true, yeah. Yeah, like back at the grocery store. Ugh, I hate when they do the, like they had that SZA, like, collab oh yeah hated it is it though like she's great they're not yeah yeah that was like early-ish in her career though so it's it's yeah it's okay for to make that choice i should probably even she's probably forced to do that (laughs) yeah Um, (laughs) the label was like girl get on this fucking song you have to so sorry um, but yeah, I guess that was all for my um 
TikTok cheating. All, okay, also, everything I want to talk about, I think I saw on TikTok. Oh, no, that's not true. That's a lie. I had, I had other things that I want to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> They're all, half of them are from TikTok. So my other one from TikTok um, that I wanted to talk about was the, and this, like, I actually have, I think, a strong opinion on, was the influencer com- influencers, like, in general coming out to be, like, our jobs are really hard. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, that annoyed me so much. <laughs> like, and I don't, it, it also annoyed me too because I feel like a lot of influencers, like, in general, don't have the capacity to have, like, nuanced conversations. Like, a lot of them are specifically there to have, like, very just, like, light, like, right. sort of fluffy things and then when they're taking on these like larger conversations it's just like why are you even trying you like this does not even make sense and also no one is going to feel bad for you yeah I was gonna say that it feels like the type of person who is more likely to be successful on TikTok is the type of person who's least likely to be able to grapple with and like um communicate nuance yeah yeah and I think it came from someone who has like just pretty straightforward makeup reviews and I actually like didn't have as much of an issue with her original comments I think it was just like how it sort of like snowballed but I think like one of the points that really bothered me and this is just because personally I've never had this experience in a job is um like there were a lot of people saying like well as an influencer or as someone in like the public light you're always on like it never feels like Mm -hmm. you're not working and I feel like that is the case for many jobs this job you know what I mean it's just like we live in a capitalistic system and that comes with this sort of like expectation of immediacy for like Mm -hmm. a worker and you're you're expected to drop things outside of that like nine to five. I don't know many people who even work nine to fives to begin with, but like you're expected to just drop things and do whatever the task is at hand or like send the email or pull the report or whatever, even if it is like 10 p.m. So I'm like m- many people have that experience of always being on. I don't think that that is exclusive to people in the spotlight. Absolutely not. Like there are. No, like there are like so many jobs where I could think where that's not true. But I, I, can we actually like go back a little bit though? I don't, I don't know where the comment started. I just saw the video where she was like, it's 519 and I'm just getting off. Oh yeah. That oh, was that's it. where it started. <laughs> well, like someone was making, someone was like, oh, try working a nine to five. But she was just saying that she does work like those mm-hmm. hours. Like she is working between like eight and five like that's a normal time for her to be working um so like that to me whatever clearly you were frustrated it is probably true that you're working like that number of hours so like I get why it would be annoying as someone saying like oh work 40 hours a week and you are already doing that but it's like obviously the I don't know the expectation it's just like different at the end of the day is the way she chose to structure her day nobody's gonna fire her from influencer if she doesn't like clock out or clock in by a certain time 
Yeah, and I think, like, this ties into, too, like, people, (laughs) it's, like, people online who, I I feel like we're seeing, like, just, like, a growing class conscious happening online, and then, like, people that make it, like, people that become wealthy, people that become, like, popular influencers or whatever are, like, pushing back on it, because now they're on the other side of that, when, like, you know, I don't know, when they were coming up, they were with the the underclass and now they're in the rolling class and facing like the backlash yeah like it kind of reminds me of when like with um that that old lady dying a couple weeks ago in in london um people were saying like they work so hard and she worked so hard and she dedicated like her life and service and i just kept thinking like who the fuck asked her to do that? Like, at any point, she could have said, like, if, if the work was so fucking hard, if it was, like, all of that, she could have just, like, not done it. Like, <laughs> anybody could have stepped in or dissolved the monarchy. And, like, no one's asking some person from Boston to be an influencer and tell everybody about makeup. Like, you're not providing a service you're like marketing for companies so that they can continue to extract wealth from us and i'm sorry if that takes a toll on you but like that's just you win some you lose some sweetie right right and especially when you're like so Mm -hmm. wealthy like i just i remember a recent tiktok of hers where she was like posting um like this new massive home that she had just bought and like I just, I could never, I honestly, I could never, like, if I were in such a place of privilege, like, to that extreme, I could never get online and complain about the things that are, like, giving me that level of status and wealth to the people that, like, where it's, like, so, it's so far away, so far out of reach for almost all of them, you know? Yeah, I think if somebody was, like, if I said something and somebody responded, we'll try working a nine to five. I don't know if my response would be, I do like, I, I wouldn't respond. Like I simply wouldn't like, what do I gain from letting people know how hard I work? What do I gain from like telling someone that I deserve the wealth that I have? Like, people are going to believe you deserve what you have, whether you defend yourself or not. And I don't see like a, a benefit from like explaining why you have the amount of money you have. But also like I'm never, I, I, it is logistically unsafe to let people know how much money you have and to like yeah. post that <laughs> to be freely available. Yeah. I feel like, um, Going back to to mm-hmm. Lizzie, uh, it is also like she she spent her entire life both without having to do like they they don't make like sweeping policy decisions. You know what I mean? Like she's just a yeah. She throws head. parties. And, yeah, and that entire time she just had like a massive amount of like servants, basically like providing for her, like. She didn't have to do anything. She never had to like lift a finger. She never had to like that's such an yeah. easy life. Like, oh, a life of service. I I'm not, <laughs> not her. Who does she serve? 
who did she serve? I guess it's harder to rule over people and to, again, continue to extract wealth from black and brown countries if they don't have a figurehead to idolize. And it's harder to for other countries to let the United Kingdom continue to extract wealth from other countries if um, the person that they're decrying or like going up against is someone that they really like and is really well beloved by the people. I don't even know that they are that well, like that they're that beloved either. Though it's like half the country wants to like dissolve the the monarchy right like it's not like a poll every year and it's like they barely edge it out i think (laughs) like in theory a lot of people do but i think if you said like right now that we're kicking them out of their residences they're getting like we're cutting their government assistance to like a a normal level like on the high end of what like a non-royal person would get and, like, all of their assets are being liquidated and sent back to the colonies, there would be a riot. Because at the end of the day, like, if the treatment of Meghan Markle didn't tell us anything, is that, if it told us anything, if it taught us anything, is that the UK is still very much a colonialist project. Yeah, I think that is, like, a important component of the monarchy conversation, especially with, like, Queen Elizabeth. I think people, like, to think that like colonialism isn't like a modern experience and who very much was in until the day she died like had colonies that they were like completely taking advantage of and constantly extracting wealth from and then yeah I I don't know how people even like try to defend the Meghan Markle situation like they were like so it was like so blatantly racist and like even if it were somehow just, like, the media doing it on its own, there's no way that they wouldn't have had, like, the influence over British media to completely, like, shut that down. Yeah, like, you know? if somebody is coming into my family and people are talking shit about them on Twitter or, you know, whatever, on a micro level even, and... Even if I don't like them, I'm not about to, like, sit by and be silent while you talk shit about my family member. Like, this is... No, it's ridiculous. And the fact that they let it happen, I mean, maybe they don't believe those things about her. Maybe they do. But she certainly is, like, fungible to them, like all Black people are. Right? Like, they're just, like, black and brown people are just, like, tokens or mascots to be drug out and, like, used to benef- for the benefit of the royal family. And, like, if Prince Andrew is sex trafficking, then her cradling her bump and, like, eating avocado toast is, like, a good enough sacrifice f- for them to make of her mental health to, like, protect their own. Because at the end of the day... She's not their own. Yeah, and I do think that is a big part of why they were acting like that. I very much think they were trying to, like, protect and cover up his pedophilia. Yeah. (laughs) Which is insane. That's so insane. I honestly, yeah, I... 
Yeah, I can't get over that. I actually cannot get over just like how widespread it seems that pedophilia is within like the ruling class. Like your parents are both second and third cousins. Like I get it. Some wires are going to get crossed. But (laughs) (laughs) that's another thing that fucking incest. It was like it was it was her like she was mm-hmm. part of it aren't aren't Charles and um what's her name aren't they related too who Camilla. the dog Camilla yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh they're not related but her I think grandmother or great-grandmother was the mistress of his grandfather or great-grandfather okay yeah. so Damn, yeah, that's that. nasty though. Like, <laughs> wild. I didn't. Um, Camilla also end the marriage of whatever the princess. Diana and Charles. No, that one too. But also, like Charles's sister. I don't know. I don't oh, know. Um, Anne. Anne and um, not. What the fuck was his name? Tony. Um, I don't know. I, I I watched The Crown years ago when I was in a depressive episode, so I don't remember all the details. It That's is a. Good. I'm gonna it? say it's an amazing depression show. Like in those like couple weeks between Thanksgiving and New Year's, um, if you just like are feeling low turn on the crown and they will somebody will be there to say you know what these rich people don't have it worse but you can certainly immerse yourself in their bullshit <laughs> okay, I love that I do love specifically that they don't have it worse because I would not no. believe it they try, I feel like that's sort of the angle at some point like you know n- the non-royals the lower class commoners they can do whatever they want but Lizzie's bound by duty and I'm like girl quit <laughs> right you're not bound like what's gonna happen if you just say I'm good actually you could just step down she, yeah she could but our girl had no marketable skills that's true she could write a book she could yeah write a book. her only experience is like I can't even say party planner because I'm sure she had event planners on staff She's gonna yeah. be a socialite, I guess. Oh, but she, she didn't seem fun. Yeah, no. I don't know. She flew no. Well, they seemed scary in all of the all of the media I've seen. Yeah, it felt like um, not like a Last Supper, but like it always. You know how you like go to a formal event like after a huge blowout fight with like a family member. <laughs> It always has that energy. Like, something traumatic just happened in these hallways. And now we're eating, I don't know, steak tartare. Not even. I feel like British food is, like, notoriously horrible. Yes. Yes. I, yeah. No salt. I do feel like that is, like, a nice segue into another topic that I wanted Mm -hmm. to talk about. But do you? Do you want to continue to talk about? Um, I would just say, fuck King Charles. Um, I hope Diana haunts you. And your fingers and your mistress yeah. are ugly. His fingers are looking like <laughs> so scary. 
There's lots of tea. Um, okay, so my other TikTok, mm-hmm. my last TikTok thing, this, like, recent, like, U.S. versus Europe <laughs> thing that's been happening is not yeah. I'm, I'm such a fucking fan of it. I literally hate this country so much until someone from Europe talks about it. Yeah. Because I feel like it, it would be one thing if people in Europe were making, like, actual right. critiques. Like, there's plenty of real things to criticize. And there's also ways to criticize, like, a lot of the issues in the United States while also acknowledging that, like, similar issues exist in your own country. Right. You know what I mean? But it's, like, literally just make fun of, like, kids dying in schools and shit. And it's, like, this isn't... Who makes fun of stuff like that? Right. Like, why would that be your topic of attack? Like, that's fucked up. Why is that not fucked up to you, too? Like, why do you find that to be, like, a a high got you type of thing? It's, like, yeah, we don't want this either what do you mean yeah i somebody commented like about mass shootings and i said oh is that bad and they were like absolutely like why would you like only an american would ask if like a mass shooting is like evil it's one of the most wretched things that could ever exist and i was like so why are you joking about it and what did they say unavailable like (laughs) deleted the fucking comment Right, because that's, like, exactly how you should have responded to that, because it's fucked up, like, or, like, people that are also from, like, racist, structurally racist countries that are white talking about how the U.S. is racist while somehow ignoring, like, the own racism that exists within their own country, and it's, like, this isn't, like, this isn't the conversation or, like, the way to frame it, and also, again, it's not, why are you, like, saying this? making fun of this as if it's some sort of, like, lighthearted, like, thing. And then the cloud backs a lot of the time are just, like, your food's weird, and your food is weird, and that is something to make fun of. Like, that's not... Like, you put like, fucking beans on toast, you know I mean? bro. Like, don't... Like, I would rather... Like, I would I would rather have heart disease than eat that. Like, you... Please. Fucking stop, bro. Right. One, I saw someone do it with like um ketchup Ugh. too. And uh, yeah, I don't even know what else. She just picked a random. No, I totally there. agree that like I would rather defend the devil before I defended this country. But like oh. if you're like there was that one like white South African who was like there isn't a lot of diversity in the U.S. And I'm just like, girl, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, <laughs> that was, I think she was the one who started it. And then didn't she end up being like, it was a social experiment. Like, girl, what are you measuring? Like, like please, please post the findings. Right. Right. Like, that's not, this isn't actually how like any experiments are run. You're just embarrassed and, and it's okay. like but that's a white south african right like they do some shit they realize realize right. it's not working and they won't go home like <laughs> and in the meantime you hurt a bunch of people yeah i feel like of all countries 
But yeah, I I think like I saw a TikTok. I wish I had this person's act because I thought it was like a really interesting like take. And they do. I don't. I think like they had done um like their major mm-hmm. was in history or like something in the humanities. And she was um, saying how, like, a lot of European countries and cultures, like, they don't view, um, like, immigrants as part of their country. So, like, when they're talking about the United States and when we'll be like, oh, this is, like, a country of immigrants. Like, there's so many different cultures that have come here and have been passed down. Um, They don't view that as American, like. They view those individuals as, like, retaining their, like, native culture or whatever. And they are not, like, American, so it's not American culture. But I feel like that's, like, not accurate. But even that on its own still ignores that there's, like, many, many indigenous cultures and, like, unique individual indigenous cultures yeah. in this country. Yeah. Um, I think when people say things like that, like, they have no – like, I it – they're telling on themselves, right? Like they have no history, no conception of what the U S was like before, again, before European colonialism, <laughs> right? Like there were people here already. Yeah. Nobody discovered it. And these people still exist. And it's right. wild of you to like be critiquing and- like this country when like, Europeans populated it and like are the reason like what why we're having so many of the problems that you're critiquing like you're this is the Spider-Man meme yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly it's exactly that um yes it is it's funny it's like um when you just like I don't know, can't stand your parents and then someone else says something mean about them and you're like, okay, well, what the fuck? Like, say the thing, say the right thing. (laughs) Right, like if, yeah, yeah, say say the critiques that actually make sense. There is this, um, so I know a lot of people are talking about the serial podcast again because of Adnan being out, but the last season, like, of serial, I think it's season three, maybe, um, or season four of serial. It's called the Trojan Horse Affair, and I don't know if you've ever heard of it, um, but it is um, about the Birmingham school district in in London, in England. I, I'm I in England. Um, so apparently there was the school district that had a lot of Pakistani, um, immigrants who wanted to retain, you know, their religious and cultural heritage and bring that into the school. And through doing that, it became, it went from like a low performing school to a high performing school because kids saw themselves reflected in it. Um, and in the you know, curriculum and they'd have prayer for everyone and like halal meals and none of this like violated any rules, but there were a couple of teachers, both white and um, Pakistani teachers who were made uncomfortable by the success of this school and devised this like fake letter 
that an Islamist plot was happening and like it was believed by like everyone up to like the highest um, levels, including the um, former prime minister. Who is who's their fake Trump? Who's the guy? Um, Boris Johnson. Like his whole shit was he like got his start like taking down this like quote unquote Islamist plot. And it was just like kids praying and wearing hijab and like wanting to like have um, gender based like after school activities and sports, which already exist. Right. Like and wanting to have coaches that are their own gender for like religious reasons. And now none of that is available. Like if any school in the Birmingham school district particularly, but also like in the English like school system tried to replicate that, it would automatically be shut down as like anti-British sentiment. That is so fucked up. Right. (laughs) And that's like their prime minister. (laughs) Like, that's and, like, this guy. happened in, like, 2014. It's like, okay, I get it. We're not great on diversity. And this could happen in a lot of school districts here, for sure. But, like, why did it go so far before people realized it was fake? Like, are people that fucking dumb, or did y'all just want to believe it the whole time? Okay, that yeah but okay yeah it actually probably is the latter but sometimes i am just like the things that people will believe that like don't have a lot of like internet literacy i'm just like wait you thought this was real like, why'd you click that link yeah you know no I mean? seriously like anytime anyone randomly hits you up to click a link on Instagram, <laughs> do not do it. Like, it actually doesn't matter what they're saying. Like, that's not, they are, they already, it's like a bit hey, boss babe, minor. Are you tired of those immigrants in your neighborhood? <laughs> Click this link. <laughs> yeah. To sign, sign this. Somebody's like, yeah, I am. <laughs> so, yeah. We're all fucked up. We're all horrible countries. So be a little introspective. I mean, that's like another thing to do that. Like, if anyone from any country that like was not Western Europe critiqued the U.S. online, I would be like, yeah. <laughs> right. um, by by all fucking means, like, yeah, you're right. But it's it's just specifically white people from privileged nations that are seemingly like unwilling to acknowledge the amount of times I've been blocked by people who are like I'm German and we blah 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 and I'm like what was your family doing (laughs) (laughs) yes well but honestly though it's like either they they themselves were oppressed right or they were actively oppressing or they weren't doing anything (laughs) like there's only like three options and it's probably unlikely to be the first one that I just said like they probably were standing by letting it happen. Yeah. I am like, um, give me like a proof. Give me like record that your family wasn't, you know, 
actively going around in brown between the 1930s and 1940s, <laughs> like before we continue this conversation. Yeah. And not even just if you're German, like if you mean oh, a white. The biggest Indian. red flag. <laughs> yeah. Wait, when did your family move to Argentina? Oh. Mm. What ca- what's your favorite beer? <laughs> How do you feel about sausage? That's so interesting. <laughs> what's your name again? <laughs> Me. Uh, um, yeah, so we're, okay, so mixed feelings on the, I guess, well, we feel. Yeah, like, fuck them people. Until, and still, fuck this country now, and also still while people are being annoying, but also people are being annoying. Right. (laughs) And it's, like, I think it's funny to me, too, that, like, regardless of, like, what these countries say, especially like the UK, like anyone from Western Europe, it's like you still are following American cultural trends and will be for the entirety of your life. Like this country will forever be more important. <laughs> like, I'm sorry you're from Liechtenstein, but like <laughs> the impact that we have. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> wide and vast. And this is why, that's why people from China aren't getting online and shit talking us. And that's because they know right. that they don't need to. They're like, we, we are going to take, we're going to surpass you in terms of like, they won. Really <laughs> yeah. And that's how, like, a bad bitch works in right. the real world, too. You know, they don't have to, they don't have to worry themselves with like lesser opinions like they just go on the amount of times i just want to be like especially to like non-british europeans like sweetheart you're trying your best to have this conversation in english that's for a reason like you want us to know so bad yeah yeah well Okay. I have one more topic. Yeah, absolutely. If we have time. This was this was actually this was like a caller one, so we can move okay. to caller questions, comments. Um, mm-hmm. so I had a friend who has a mm-hmm. friend of a friend, um, who had been like talking to this guy for I think mm-hmm. like two or three months. They had said, and they have like a shared hobby or whatever. Like that's how they met, and. Like, they've been, like, seeing each other, yeah, for two or three months. And the guy has just sort of, like, slowly stopped, Mm. like, communicating with her. And then when they're all at this shared hobby, he didn't talk to her the whole (sighs) night, like, at all. You know, she is wondering, like, what she should do in that situation. So my friend was just, like, curious to know our thoughts on it. And also what we would do. I think I know what I would do. I th- I'm curious. I think it depends on who was the last to communicate with whom. Like, if you open uh, your messages and he was the last person to text, then it was kind of like a K or, you know, like a really final sort of message that didn't really keep the conversation going. Then I think it's okay to say, 
hey, like, saw you at such and such. Like, obviously you saw me, LOL. Like, it was kind of weird not talking to you after, you know, communicating so much. I don't want to be in any uncomfortable situations moving forward. Are we just growing apart? And do you want to keep it that way? Or do you just need like a little bit of a breather? Yeah. Yeah, I think I would do something similar, but um, more <laughs> I think like keep it casual, right? Like part of like, yeah, I think part of like just going through like my mo- my own mental health struggles is just understanding that there's like a, a level of demand avoidance that could come along with anxiety, ADHD, autism. Um, and I think, you know, it's okay to like set boundaries and like say what you mean and mean what you say, but understand that like, if you do want to continue to talk to this person, then it's okay to be a little bit more gentle. Yeah. I guess that's fair, right? Like, I think for me, if someone were starting to do this, I probably would be pretty quick to, like, Mm -hmm. disengage. So then I feel less um, attached to, like, the outcome of the situation. So I'd probably be a little bit more like, okay, this is not exactly what I'm looking for. If, like, you need a break and that's going to be longer term, please tell me now because, like, I'm not trying to be this patient. I don't know. I don't know. A part of me also just feels like too like it's not that hard. To yeah, that's to that's someone. weird. Um, or like yeah. wave, even you know what I mean. Like I feel like the shared. I don't know. I keep talking about it like that, but like the okay. Together, yeah, that's weird. Probably fair if you aren't like talking during, right? Because like you're mm-hmm. really active, but like you could wave. You could acknowledge that you're like seeing that you've seen the person. Yeah, I think like if. If your friend was like, your friend was like, I'm hurt. Like, I don't want to like deal with that. Like, that was kind of a lot for me. That's totally fair. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess maybe that's just how I would react to because I feel like um, I just have like such an anxious, I have an anxious avoidant attachment style. Have we talked about that on here before? No. No. Okay. Uh, it's like the worst one to have. Easy, like easily there's like there's like three there's the good one and then there's like two equally bad ones and then there's the combination of the two equally bad ones which is what I have so like I when someone starts to make me anxious I'm immediately like no bye I cannot do this like genuinely I feel like I'm going to die if I continue like down this path so I feel like whenever I have gotten the beginning of a ghosting I've just been like "Mm, I'm not (laughs) I'm not doing this you can ghost me that's totally fine but I'm it's gonna happen right now actually because I've had the thought so so sorry um also though I recognize that that's not healthy so if you're looking for advice probably don't take that Yeah, I think that I haven't taken an attachment style quiz since like 2019, and that was before therapy. So it probably is different now, but maybe not. But I feel like at that time I had like um, 
a fearful avoidant attachment style, or I think they call it disorganized attachment style. Yeah, that's the same as mine. Okay. Sorry to shit on it. It's not a good one. Damn. Okay. But hey, you're making it work. Um, but yeah, so I guess that's, I don't know, the advice is what, have like a nice, not a nice, but like have like a calm conversation or send a text message along the lines of what Brianna said. I mean, honestly, or not. Or just let it go. I think that's what my friend was saying, like, she should just like not talk to this person or something. I don't know. Part of me, I just like, am so, um conflict forward I don't know like I just would rather have the conversation and see yeah I I think that would be my personal choice but like conflict this is this is hard for me to say conflict avoidance is valid too yeah for sure I I just have like my own personal history where I just want to figure everything out right now and like it all I, I can't like I can't yeah. let shit fester but like letting it fester and like letting it go also are valid <laughs> well I think what's tough is that the two um the two things are like so it's it's like either way like one of you isn't going to get what you what you want right like if one of you is conflict avoidant and one of you is like conflict for it I don't know what the opposite term would be one of you is good with conflict one of you does not like it at Mm -hmm. all either you're not going to have it and then the person who does not mind conflict is going to feel anxious because they want to like have that and get past it so that they know what's happening and then the person if you do have the conflict then the conflict averse person is going to be like upset you know yeah how do you it's like hard to move past I guess it's like how do you have conversations that don't feel like conflicts? Yeah, I think it's like part of, maybe it's like part of my childhood trauma, but like not knowing like why someone's upset at me makes me feel unsafe too, you know? It's like, I don't know what's coming next. And like when a person says like, I'm not mad or I'm not upset. And it's like, well, you clearly are. And I'm not fucking stupid. Like just say why so we can move on. Right. No, I agree with that. Cause it, and then to me, it's like, then at least we're past it. Yeah. You know, done. we don't have to like sit here. To me, like being upset at somebody or like not talking to them or avoiding them is the same as an argument. Like it feels the same in my body. So why not give that person like the benefit of like having the conversation? Like why not respecting them enough? Like, cause there are people I just don't respect enough to resolve conflict with. Yeah. Yeah. Same. Yeah. That's a hundred percent. Like that's the thing. Like I think a lot of times if someone is coming to you, with an issue it's mm-hmm. because they are wanting to have your relationship like be better after that conversation yeah oh on a similar note have you ever like broken up with a friend no well yes yeah yeah, yeah i have 
I feel like making that comment of like, I feel like I, I had, I had a friend and I'm trying to make this as anonymous as possible. Um, and this person had like a lot of stuff going on internally and they could not keep friends. Like they cycled through friends and they had some that came in and out of their lives, like with periods of like no contact. And that should have been a red flag for me because this was very well known about this person. And we ended up having, like, we had a couple of like really like terrible conflicts through the course of our friendship. And like, I was wrong about some of them, but I feel like this person always took it too far and like always crossed boundaries with me. And like, that's why I was comfortable crossing boundaries with them and like the gaslight me and stuff. And towards the end, we had this like really big blowout and it was on a vacation. And I just realized that in that moment, like I wish them the best, but I do not like after that, I just like did not respect them enough to like even figure it out. Yeah. I mean, I think that's fair. I feel like um, I probably would have done the same thing or felt the same way I actually am feeling like I want to have a friendship breakup up currently with someone with one of my friends do you want to do it like just not talk to them anymore or do you want to like have the conversation of like we're not doing this anymore yeah, that's where I've, I'm, like, actually just talked about this in therapy, too. I'm kind of, like, stuck mm-hmm. between two things. Like, letting it kind of filter out on its own mm-hmm. versus, like, have a conversation. I think I just feel very, like, hurt by them right now. And I'm, like, crazy stubborn. Yeah. Like, super stubborn. So, I, like, I just have a hard time being, like, hey. I, I think what I'm not wanting is to have a conversation where they, like, defend themselves with it yeah and I'm just like not I'm not I don't currently have like the emotional bandwidth to have like a back and forth that that conversation would like probably require so I've just been like kind of putting it off yeah that fucking hurts I will say like that breakup with that person I mourned it like I didn't cry or anything but I I mourned it for I would say like a solid two years. Yeah, I feel like friends, like losing friends is probably like a lot more intense than relationships some of the time. Yeah. Because I feel like you give like almost more of yourself in a friendship, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I feel like I always... Well, I don't know. I think sometimes, like, I just, like, I'm normally not in a relationship, so it's, like, hard for me maybe to compare it easily. But, yeah, I feel like with my friends, at least currently and most of the time, I feel like I'm so, like, invested in those relationships. Yeah. It's really hard. I am, like, maybe two years ago, so that breakup that I talked about happened like maybe four years ago. So two years ago I had like a incident with a friend and I was hurt for so long, but I didn't say like anything. Like we had 
the incident, like we talked about it afterwards, but like I actually cried and I knew that I like loved them a lot and like didn't want to lose them. But like, I was like bitter about it for a long time and like definitely put a wall up. And I think I just kind of realized like I'm done, like I'm done doing that. And like, I didn't need an apology. I didn't need them to make it better. I just needed to like be hurt and like feel that for a second. Yeah, I think that's important to acknowledge too. Like recognizing, yeah, when you do um, need to just like feel it. Okay, I have um, a listener question and we can answer it now or we can answer it on the next episode. Do you want to do the next one? Um, and then do you want to say what's bothering you? Yeah. Um, okay. Wait, you want me to do the, the next question or and then say what's bothering me or just save it for the next one and then say what's bothering me? Yeah, yeah. It's the okay. One. Um, what's bothering me this week? So much shit. I really want to like get people out of the fucking idea that like dynamic decisive people should be politicians like those like big personalities I want people to like break their selves like out of this fucking thought that we should like the people that we elect or that. Yeah. I agree with that so much. Right. Like I really don't. I, that's like, yeah, I think that's like one of the worst like aspects of politics is that like people with a lot of charisma do better. And it's like, what, what does that have to do with enacting policy? Like, who cares if they're charismatic? Like, serial killers are charismatic. Right. Like, honey, what we need is a good-ass project manager. Right. Like, why don't we have, like, a project manager-in-chief? Why don't we have, like, a really good administrator? Like, we need the people who are just, like, this decision serves the most amount of people. And at the end of the day, like we should be working towards the preservation, like of our like race or of the human race. And like, these are the things we need to do that. Like, sorry for you. Yeah. I feel like there is just like, I don't know, something that's like inherent to the presidency. That's like kind of, I don't know, like, the type of people that want that job, I just think are, like, often the worst for that job. It's, mm-hmm. like, and you feel like you almost have to be, like, you have to be, like, power hungry to want that position. Like, that's not a good character. That's not, like, a good quality to have. I guess I wouldn't mind if, like, a super organized person were power hungry. Like, okay. if a yeah. wedding planner were power hungry and decided, like, I can deal with people screaming and yelling in my face and calling me a fucking loser um, yeah. on the happiest day of their life, supposedly, and, like, I can do all this on a shoestring budget, like, that's the person I'm electing. 
a fucking yeah. like a mom of like quintuplets that's the person i'm electing <laughs> right. yeah if they can manage a household like that they can yeah they can do things for this country like baby you can do anything <laughs> just just keep it moving like you are the person yeah that's like funny too i bet a lot of these like men who have been presidents like i bet their wives would be like immediately more qualified immediately <laughs> Yeah. I think okay, I think we should just like throw out some first ladies and I'll just see if you would prefer to have them over their husbands. Okay. Nancy or Ronald. I knew I knew that was gonna be <laughs> one of the questions, and they're both so bad. Like that's the hardest one because I think that she's probably the worst first yes. lady. And I think she made him a worse person like I think she contributed a lot to him being awful well <laughs> good for her uh, maybe maybe her then. Uh, he might he might be able to too though who knows know. um okay um the bushes the second ones the ones in our lifetime <laughs> Wait, her name's Laura, yeah, right? Yeah, I was going to say Barbara, but yeah, it's Laura. That's I'd take Laura. Yes. Um, Barack and Michelle. I feel like that's easy. Yeah. yeah. Like, if I, people are like, Uncle Joe, Uncle Joe. Like, obviously, we wanted Michelle to run. Like. Yeah. Um, I, I would say, like, the second most evil couple are the Clintons. Yeah, that, it's like, you know what, technically I voted for the wife of that duo to get in, but it felt like against my will. <laughs> um, Honestly, it felt like a threat. Yeah, right, though? Literally, I feel like if I had told, I honestly did debate voting Green Party. And I feel like if I had done that, I legitimately would have had people screaming at me. I wouldn't have been able to tell anyone. Honestly, it didn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like, most people voted for Hillary anyway. We have, like, our system of voting for a president is not democratic. And people will yell at you for voting for a Green Party candidate when they should be yelling at the Electoral College. Right. Or the people that actually voted for Trump. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's my fault. Just because you you don't actually, like, you wouldn't actually confront the people in your family that voted for him. So you're going to yell at me now. But, yeah, I'm like, I should have. Should have voted for Greens. But I did vote for Hillary. Wait, what about um, FDR and Eleanor? Eleanor is the lesbian, right? Yeah, for sure. And they're also cousins. Cousins, I can get behind. Okay, but which cousin? Like cousin? first or like fourth? That's a lot. If you're somebody's third cousin, how are you related? How? I'm Googling. How are third? Oh, wait. They were, they were fifth cousins once removed. So that's probably fine. Okay, because even at a, at a third cousin... They share a great, great grandparent. And like, I, yeah. I, I I don't even know what my great, great grandparents look like, to be perfectly honest. 
There you go. But so is a fifth once removed would be they share a great, 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 great. I think so. That's enough. You know, it's not great. But <laughs> it is great. It's great five times. That's so weird. Um, oh my God. I have a, on both sides, I have a white great, great grandparent. And realizing mm-hmm. that my third cousin could just like be a white person is so weird. I'm just like sitting here in shock, like, oh my God. Who the fuck am I related to? <laughs> yeah, that's it. My dad was like adopted, and I feel like it's like you never know, really. He gave me like a couple of names to avoid, and I was like, okay, this is not that helpful. I don't actually enjoy anybody this. with the last name Shaker. Anybody with the last name? Yeah, it's like basically what it was. I, they were like not common last names, though. I've, I've yet to meet someone with them. Okay. So. There's that, at least. And he said specifically in Massachusetts. Okay, cool. So just don't don't go there. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't want to go Okay, to answer your question, Eleanor over FDR. Yeah, I think she would have done all of the same, like, social things and then probably not have done the internment camps, so... I think that's the answer, yeah. Yeah. I feel like we give him a lot of credit for the New Deal, but, like, and, sure, but, like, huh? (laughs) Like, you thought that was a, you, you, the same person came up with, with the internment camps? That's interesting, to say the least. Yeah, I think she would have probably done, done more. Okay, wait, what about JFK and... His his wife, Pacquiao, who's getting yeah. torn apart You've seen the memes? Like, it looks like she bites. Yeah. She does look like a little ankle biter. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And this just goes to show, like, by the time I'm, like, 40, I will not be, like, held at the throat by these European beauty standards because someone someone multiple people touted her as like the standard and like how how sis for a long time too i but i feel like i even saw like sex in the city episodes where they were like oh you look like jackie o it was like Ew. a thing even until the 2000s like i feel like i've i was ta- i was at my in-laws and i said jackie o looks terrible and they were like no and I just like pulled up pictures and I was like look at her and they were like no that's just a bad photo and I'm like all of these like google images yeah. <laughs> there's a couple where she's like okay looking you yeah not I mean? a looker yeah I'm just saying if I was forced to marry her I'd be cheating like he was cheating too Someone said Emily Ratajkowski is a spitting image of Jackie L online. Of course, yeah. That couldn't be further from the truth. That's her twin. No. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't hurt. Yeah, there's just something a little off. Um, But no, I I would take JFK over over, um, Miss Ice Age. Yeah, she was. She seemed mean. 
Oh, yeah. I feel like she, like, slapped her children. Yes. 100%. Bit <laughs> them. Um, I'm trying to think of people, like, presents I would take over their wives. But it's, like, I, then I don't really know about anything about their wives. Like, I'm thinking, like, Carter. I'm cool with him, but I don't know anything about Yeah, no. I, I, I still – Jimmy Carter is the greatest president we've ever had. And I'm only saying that because I'm from Georgia. <laughs> but also, like, he's our only peacetime president. Fun fact. They're both alive still. I didn't realize she was who she's also, I mean, she's 95. I think. Okay, like, this is what happens when you mind your fucking business. You see, Lizzie? Yeah. <laughs> it looks like her, her things, like, during her, um, first ladyship where it was a lot about mental health which seems like actually kind of ahead of the mm-hmm. curb in the mid 70s so solid for both of them please don't write in with anything bad that you know about Jimmy Carter just let me have that thank you <laughs> <laughs> yeah everyone needs needs at least one win one unproblematic fave. Okay. Well, should we should we wrap yeah. it here? Okay. I'm gonna hit, I'm gonna hit stop. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.